Blog Talk Radio. Welcome to Weekday Wednesday, Tucson, Arizona's number one online radio podcast about all things medical cannabis. Your host, Star And the Cannabis Kid. Our show features news, interviews, and all the latest information about anything and everything medical cannabis related in Tucson, Arizona, and the world at large. We'd love to hear from you. Please give us a call live at 646-915-8421. You can like us on Facebook, follow us on all social media, or email thctucson at gmail.com. We'd like to thank Tumbleweed's Health Center and Studio C, along with our many sponsors for hosting our show every week. With the lowest price certifications in town, you'll find tent products, accessories, and all things related to medical cannabis education. Visit Tumbleweed's Health Center at 4826 East Broadway Boulevard or online at com. And remember, be smart, be safe, and educate. Uh-oh. It's Wednesday, Wednesday, everybody. Let's see, how's this go again? Let's get some audience tapping in here. There it is. All right, what's happening? You did? No, we're not dead. I love it. I love weed. I love marijuana. I love cannabis. I love pop. I love ganja. I love doobie. What else? I love the 420. What else? What else we got? Uh, oh, tequila. Oh, 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 grass. Right on the grass. Uh, oh, you guys are green. Really high today. Maybe I am too, because I put some. Uh, I haven't had for. Well, I don't know if I've had it, and I might just lose my mind here. It's called amnesia. Yo, she's that's right. Oh, shiny she's. Um. Anyway, welcome to Weed Day Wednesday. Yeah. <laughs> Silver sister, all the way from Grand Island. Soft clap it out from Grand Island. Anyone know where Grand Island is? I'll give you a joint. Anyone can tell me right now where Grand Island is. No, I didn't think so. All right. Well, welcome to Weed Day Wednesday. Uh, it is for the bestie March 27th. And last week, I invited Icona Pup to come on the radio show. So we're waiting for their response. I think those are great. They're fun. They're funky. I love it. I love them. All right. We love them. And we're waiting for Canvas Kid to maybe be here. Maybe. We'll see. In the meantime. That's right. So um, last week we ended, well, we played an interview and I didn't get a chance to play the whole thing. So um, Icona Pops, we're going to um, put you back. <laughs> um, that's the funny part of the whole, you guys got to get this video and watch it. Um, but I'm going to actually play a little bit of the last part of the interview because we completely cut it off when I think we actually start talking about cannabis. <laughs> and the whole interview, there was no mention whatsoever at the very end. You're like, hey, by the way, what about we? So um, let's see if we can do that. Let's see how um, technically savvy I am. I think it was only just the last really like couple minutes where we crashed the end of the show. Anyway, while we're just getting that tuned up, let's give a big shout out to Tumbleweed Health Center, 4826 East Broadway Boulevard. 
There we go. We on air? Tech girl? All right. Hi, tech guy. Uh, we really miss you. We know this is the time. Um, we miss you all the time. Anyway, and we like to give a shout out to Grower's House. 3635 East 34th Street. Go down and get stuff to grow your weed. Put weed in it. Yeah, yeah, stuff there. You can put weed in Not among Oregon's birthright ritual stick. <laughs> Whatever they were using. Oh, you know what I do? I put my weed in it. I know, I can't hurt myself. All right. And we'd also like to give a shout out to Karen Hill Online Digital Magazine. You can check them out online, digitally, whenever you want, where you are, wherever you want, on your couch, uh, in your car. Well, only if you're the passenger. Yeah. Um, do not read and drive. And uh, let's see here. We're going to um, mute, uh, play this one, and then we're going to just cut down to the last part. We're going to get down to the last few minutes here. Um, and this is Brian Walks, USA 2019. This gentleman has been walking all over our country uh, in support of mental health issues, which just really aren't really talked about. So we chatted with Brian uh, Saturday and a half ago. And um, kind of echoey, your earbuds. <laughs> and he was a great guy, and he's walking for a great cause. And um, poor guy hurt his knee on his walk, so now he's just he cruises to different cities in his car, van, and then uh, he was just in Phoenix last. And we'll see where he's going. Keep it, keep following his post, and we'll put that up there. But this is let's see where we were in the conversation. Maybe that's part of the issue. I don't know right. why this is um, playing very loudly. Well, um, I was actually, before I was doing all this, I actually was in social work for about 10 years here in Tucson. So I worked in the Behavioral Health Ward and uh, mostly with uh, the AIDS Foundation. So I was doing a lot of work doing uh, substance abuse counseling and things like that. So I can definitely give you some places to go check out. They've always been great. And I bet if you just walked in, let them know what you're doing. Okay, I would love to kind of just see your facility and you guys give me a little bit of background on how things are going here in Tucson. How do you feel that mental health is, you know, um, you know, taking over Tucson or uh, how it's affecting Tucson in any possible way? Because they would be more than happy to give information like that. Yeah, that would be great. Yeah. And with that, I think be able to help you with, like, with your journaling and get, you know, some information. Yeah, for yeah, sure. For sure. The, unfortunate, the unfortunate time constraint is that I'm uh, picking up my nephew and uh, or possibly meeting my nephew in Phoenix next week on okay. Tuesday. So it comes to a time constraint. Oh, yeah. Like, what day? Well, it's Saturday. Oh. Yeah. But, uh, <laughs> Saturday. Um, well, yeah. there's still, you know, there's plenty of yeah, people you can reach definitely. out and even yeah. talk to people on the phone or whatever. Exactly. So our show is only an hour long. We're at 40 minutes right now. That's why I was just kind of looking. I couldn't figure out on the program. They changed all my designs on this little program so I couldn't figure out how I was looking at beats and time bars and beats and minutes and tempo. <laughs> um, all in all, when when you go out there, well first of all, how can people get in touch with you? Let's just say that. Um, well they can uh, either go to my website which is Brianwalksusa.com. It's B R Y A N but I've also got the B R I A N because people typically spell it away so that'll push it through to that. Um, I have Instagram and Facebook and that's Brian Walks USA. Again, B R Y A N. Okay. Um, yeah, that's 
that's it there. I've got a ton of cards that I'm handing out all the time that's got my phone number and my email on it. Um, and we'll have a stack here. Cool. We can leave some here if you want to. Oh yeah, I'll give you a bunch. Um, yeah. And what what do you want to say to 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 everybody? Just in summary of, of what you're doing, your your uh, your journey. Just uh, I've learned that people that we need to start paying a lot more attention and putting a lot more focus on this. Uh, it, it's a problem that's getting worse. If you go into the cities, they say within the last three years or so that uh, the, the they're saying that it's almost doubled. The population of the people that are on the street, the people that are the homeless people, what may have drug abuse problems, but you can't just disregard them because of drug abuse problems. There's a strong correlation to mental health issues that that is related in there. And again, it's uh, you know what is the, the the problem, whatever. I don't, I'm not one that's ready to give up on people just because of this. So many people are just ready to say, okay. Thank you for that. Yeah. So many people are just ready to say, okay, they're on drugs or on the street. They don't want to work. They don't matter. Right? Yeah, right. yeah. Exactly. Exactly. Um, they matter the most. They're not even knowing yeah. the situation. Yeah. Even if you're a person that, that's focused solely on the economics of the situation, yeah. if you can get these people back to work in society yep. or functioning in society, the amount yep. of money that you would save and the amount of money you would contribute. Right. So even if that's your only focus, right. you would... Uh, you, yeah, seriously. You, you would be totally different yeah. on the, where where the, our approach needs to be changed uh, yeah. for mental health. Yeah. We need more awareness, like what you're doing. I mean, there aren't a lot of people walking for this or even talking about it. So, you know, thank you for doing that because it's something that it is important, huge, especially given the climate of our planet today, the emotional climate. We're yeah. all a mess. We're a hot mess. We can say that. Yeah. We're a hot mess, and we need help. And, uh, People need to learn how to not prejudge and say, well, you did this, so this means you're bad, and you, you don't deserve hell. But that's not the case, you know? You can't, you can't say so unless you've walked into uh, Brian, thank you so much for being here with us today. Thank you for having me. It's an honor and a pleasure. Keep up the good work and keep in touch. We, we'd like a phone call. Maybe we can do an over the air, wherever you're in your well, band, happen to be. Over the air update, yeah. Yeah. And I'm really interested in, in all aspects of what's going on as part of the I've been looking at many different aspects and, and the whole cannabis, mm -hmm. what's going on there. You know, you start looking at the, about something like a, a CBD and uh, start looking at our diet and the sugar and the inflammation that yeah, it causes oh in our body and, yep. and the CBD, how it's anti-inflammatory. Mm -hmm. um, you know, there's so many things to discuss, so many different aspects to discuss. I could, like, I could talk for hours and hours on different things that, that are going on. And, some of the history of what's happened uh, and why we're at where we're at. It's, yeah. Have you used cannabis and CBD for yourself or your own? Uh, well, what I was saying, I would like back in the college days in the car yeah. here in Seattle, <laughs> we, we, had, we had a tendency to, to be a little bit of a, um, uh, maybe a little bit more thinking it was more recreational, but there was probably yeah. some medicinal going on there as is always. Um, now, on this journey, I have been basically a sober person in general. I've, I've had a couple instances here and there where I've had a little bit of alcohol when my cousin came down because it was, he announced he was getting married. So we went out. Uh, I've, I've had Mike and some other buddies along at one point, and, and we were doing something maybe at some point. Um, but generally speaking, I've been stone cold sober on this whole journey. Um, 
whether that's positive or not, uh, I, I, I think it's good for my reset. Um, but uh, in the long run, the medicinal, medicinal aspect of everything going on, I'm very interested in, in uh, for example, I've talked to my, my wife who I'm separated from about uh, things that would be completely illegal, but still legal here in the United States, very illegal in Norway, but, you know, microdosing of psilocybin. PTSD, cancer, glaucoma, HIV, AIDS, 
ALS, Crohn's disease, agitation of Alzheimer's disease, a chronic or debilitating disease or medical condition, or the treatment for a chronic or debilitating disease or medical condition that causes cachexia or wasting syndrome, severe and chronic pain, severe nausea, seizures, including those characteristic of epilepsy, severe or persistent muscle spasms, uh, including those characteristic of multiple sclerosis. If you suffer from one of these medical conditions and have been diagnosed by an Arizona licensed physician, medical cannabis may help relieve your symptoms. Tumbleweeds Health Center is Arizona's premier cannabis certification health and education center. Our primary focus is to help the patients of Arizona obtain their medical marijuana card and educate everyone about medical cannabis. With current medical records, approval is a simple process. Contact Tumbleweeds Health Center to see if you qualify for your Arizona medical marijuana card. Give us a call, 520-838-4430. You can email thctucson at gmail.com. Uh, go to the website, tumbleweedshealthcenter.com, and click uh, if you want to get to, get to an appointment. There's a certification. There's a book now appointment button right at the top of that page, and you can pick any day of the week, Monday through Saturday. Monday through Friday, we're open 10 to 6, and Saturdays 10 to 3. We will be out at a 420 event at Earth Healing out on Benson Highway. And we'll be certifying patients out there as well as uh, in-house at Tumbleweed as well. And we'll have some, some fun things. And because it's 420, we get to really celebrate our weed. We'll make it a good day. <laughs> <laughs> All right, what's going on out there in the world? Um, let's check out azmarijuana.com. We're going to read some news stories and find out what's happening in Arizona. Uh, News of the World, Arizona News. And I've also got, um, thank you so much, Cannabis Business Times and MG for the profession, uh, for the cannabis professional. These magazines are so awesome. Um, and then they send them to us every month, and we keep threatening to have these guys on. And we will. We need to reach out to them and say, hey, come on there and, and chat with us. And, you know, I want to give another shout-out here um, before we need to read some news uh, to um, CannaHealth Online Digital Magazine. They are awesome, wonderful, uh, wonderful women that started this company. And you don't have to be anywhere but where you are to uh, read up on weed. Canna Health is a digital magazine focused on knowledge, safe access, and advocacy with a monthly subscription readership. It's loaded with scientific and clinical articles from various healthcare professionals, profiles of cannabis clinics offering safe access to medicines, national and local organizations open to the public, and real-life patient success stories. It's free to subscribe, so don't miss another issue of Canna Health. Excellent. Yeah, we do need to have them back on, so we'll get those ladies back on here. But thank you. Um, and you can come down and read the past uh, issues of these magazines. We put them out at Tumbleweeds if you want to come down and check them out. And also check out... Our new tumbleweed tinctures. Four wonderful flavors that aren't actually just flavoring. You have to understand these are full-spectrum botanical organic essential oils. So it's just like you're drinking the orange. You know what I'm saying? Drink the orange. Our botanical blend is awesome. It's got all sorts of citrusy fun things. Um, vanilla, lavender, bergamot for the fancy in you. There's no lavender? Uh, that bergamot was the one. 
grapefruit, and these are peeled, so they're actually, you know, it's uh, mandarin, lemon, and sweet, sweet orange, is there an orange or sweet orange or something? Mandarin, sorry. Well, come check out the ingredients. I don't have it memorized. There's a cinnamon. Um, very good for people with uh, diabetes problems, blood sugar problems. And the spearmint, very good for people with pain problems. Come down and check that out. And we have an all-natural flavor. I haven't tried that one. It's good, too. Come on down. Get some. And also, I've uh, got some wonderful new display cases. They have all sorts of really cool, fun pipes. What's coming? Ooh, do we have some more uh, dragon pipes? Because Game of Thrones is coming out. Ooh, just days away. We'll get some. Get some Khaleesi pipes. <laughs> so we're going to have a 12-foot dragon, dragon pipe in there. You get one in, get your friend on the other end to light the dragon's tail or the mouth. I think that would be fantastic. I think they would like that on set. I think that would have been a good one. Although, everything's done. Yeah. All right. <clears throat> what do we got? What's going on in, in uh, Arizona? Arizona bill would give licensing priority to rural dispensaries. Okay. Here we go. And they always show a really nice nugget of weed. <laughs> to show that. Uh, Arizona Senate Bill 1286, introduced by Senator David Gallon of Sierra Vista, hopes to provide medical marijuana patients with better access to dispensaries in rural areas. Maybe that means tombstone. Maybe they're going to have a tombstone. Uh, the legislation would require the Arizona Department of Health Services to prioritize dispensary applications to dispensaries in areas where they once located but have since closed the Arizona Capital Times uh, reported, which is a good idea because people bought all these rural dispensary licenses and then as soon as they could, they moved right into the big cities. So there's a lot of need for for rural weed. <laughs> a great need for rural weed. The Arizona Medical Marijuana Act allows dispensaries to relocate after they've been in operation for at least three years. Several dispensaries have already re uh, relocated from rural areas to more populated areas to increase revenue. This has left certain patients in rural areas without convenient access to medical marijuana. Senator said they all wanted to get into where the population is. Uh, the bill has already passed the House Committee of Regulatory Affairs in a unanimous vote. Next, SB 1286 will head to the full House for a vote. Currently, there are no dispensaries in Apache County, La Paz County, Santa Cruz County, Douglas, Eloy, Fredonia, Holbrook, and Page. There are eight counties that don't have a dispensary. Lame. All right. Well, Gowan said it gets these licenses out to where they need to go and make sure that citizens outside of Maricopa can be represented again. That's totally true. That is totally, totally true. Um, because that's you know it was great when they when they had dispensaries in these places, but they just up and left and you know they hopefully the patients there started growing right away. Um, and if you want to grow, you know some quick weed. Get an auto plant. Yeah, let's hear it for some auto plants, man. 90 days, you're done. Boom. That's it. Boom. All right. Well, we'll see about that. Hopefully, you know, it passes and um, we get some dispensaries in these rural places. But <clears throat> in the meantime, seriously, call Growers House. They'll ship all your necessary needs. Growershouse.com. Give them a call. They'll ship you all your stuff you need to grow your weed. You can do it pretty simply out there hydroponically. Grab some buckets, get some water, maybe some fish. Who knows? You know, they got fish swimming in these days. <laughs> what do they call it? Aqua, aqua weed? 
Yeah, when you even think about it. I'm doing it now. Aquaweed. He's like Aquaman. <laughs> Never mind. There's some good weed this morning. Um, Arizona Supreme Court appears to favor medical marijuana extracts. Well, let's just read about that. Woo! This one's got me going, and this one's making her go to sleep. See how that is? We're all different folks. Got to learn your body. On March 19th, the Arizona Supreme Court discussed the legality of medical marijuana extracts in Arizona. The justices appeared to agree that medical marijuana extracts or hashish are included in the Arizona Medical Marijuana Act, which would make them legal in Arizona. Because, hello, it says so in the act. I guess they all read the same page at the same time. Okay, Arizona Supreme Court Justice John Philander noted that the state's definition of marijuana does, in fact, include all parts of the plant, the Arizona Capital Times noted. The AMMA defines usable marijuana as the dried flowers of the marijuana plant and any mixture or preparation thereof, but does not include the seeds, stalks, or roots of the plant. This definition clearly includes marijuana extracts when it says any mixture or preparation thereof. It's like saying to a maple tree, it's a great tree, but we're not going to take any maple out. That's just wrong. <laughs> okay. uh, the, <clears throat> the prosecutor representing the issue claimed that the AMMA doesn't include marijuana extracts and that Arizona voters understood that when they voted for a ballot measure in 2009, but Palander disagreed. Quote, it's undisputed in this case that the resin that we're talking about is a part of the plant, said Flanders. So tell me again why the people of Arizona would have known that resin extracted from a marijuana plant would not be covered by AMMA. Huh. The court is expected to officially rule on this issue within a few months. Um, and yeah. Arizona has allowed dispensaries to sell marijuana extracts and law enforcement, uh, law enforcement except in Yavapai County, uh, have been allowing patients to use and possess extracts since the AMMA was implemented. Until the court rules on the extract use, most dispensaries will likely continue to sell act, uh, extracts to qualifying patients. Okay, that's good. Keep trying to touch my screen and not anything. Um, the other thing is, though, we hear still of people getting in trouble for this, and um, the opinion is out there between patients that if the dispensaries are going to allow um, for sale, um, then in some way, they, the patients want to be protected if they get busted for buying cannabis extracts at, the, at your dispensary. You know what I'm saying? But they're not doing that. So, <laughs> um, yeah. All right. <clears throat> Let's read a little bit about, before we go on a, a little break here, I'll see how far we can get into this. But this is a good article. And this is a really good question. And I wish, I wish, I wish I liked vaporizers <laughs> because they all, they, they, they give me a headache. They taste, I think I've tasted one that was good and it's something that someone else had. Um, but they, I usually get a headache and it, and I usually can taste something in there that I don't like. And, um, Vaporizers just taste like burnt popcorn to me. So. <laughs> I like my gadgets. But... What's in your vape cartridge? Cartridge contents are produced in multiple ways, resulting in extracts that can contain many different ingredients, both cannabis-derived and not. Vape cartridges are rapidly growing. 
more popular with new cannabis consumers, and it's not difficult to, uh, to fathom why. They're portable, discreet, and usually less pungent than flour. During the first four months of 2018, Californians purchased $165 million worth of vape carts. Coloradans shelled out $62.4 million, and the Oregonians spent $31 million, according to data from BDS Analytics, making cartridges the top-selling product in all three states. Given the hype, let's examine both cartridges and their contents as there is a wide range of quality on the market. And that's true. And I say first, as, you know, quality goes, go organic if they have it. Cartridges. <clears throat> well, there might be exceptions. Cartridges, the vessels holding the cannabis extracts, can largely be categorized as high or low quality. Typically, low quality cartridges are made of plastic. Terpenes can penetrate plastic and plastic can potentially leach chemicals from the oil. Um, they have poor quality or ill-fitting O-rings that leak, and they have pre-moistened wicks primed, uh, primed with glycerin or propylene glycol that can cause allergic reactions in some people. Okay. Low-quality cartridges will have a higher customer return rate, if a return policy exists, and will drive away customers who become frustrated with the lackluster experience. That's true. High-quality cartridges typically are made of premium materials such as glass, metal, or ceramic, have properly sized O-rings, and have sealed joints that prevent contact between the air and cartridge contact. Choose your cartridges wisely and always examine the cartridge's quality. A low-cost cartridge is not necessarily better for uh, your business, and it alerts the customer that the contents might be poor quality, too. All right. You know what isn't poor quality? I'll be blazing and smoking it, about to go and get some munchies next Passing up on those cracker jacks, Reese's pizzas are where it's at Gotta get me some soda pop, cotton mouth has been creeping up I can't remember where I put my keys, yeah, that's what's up I'ma take your grandpa's ride, I'ma take your grandpa's ride No, for real, ask your grandpa, can I take a 65? Seville cruising to my local Publix Nothing better than rolling with two super fly chicks They have frozen burritos, I bought frozen burritos I bought some Ben and Jerry's, and then I bought some Cheetos Hello, hello, my main man Obama A couple states have just reformed their laws on marijuana What you gonna do, send the feds there? Hell no, the DEAs would be like, ah, oh, they got volcanoes I'm gonna smoke some weed, only got $20 in my pocket I'm a hunt, looking for a pot shop, this is fucking
know about the science of marijuana? What you know about people suffering from glaucoma? They need it. They need it. It helps them with their condition. If you don't believe me, then just ask some eye physicians. Thank your granddad for voting for that guy, Richard. Nixon is the president who made the plant illegal. But science is now showing that it's medicine for people and the private sector's fighting to keep all of that illegal. Alcohol and tobacco, pharmaceutical prisons. I'll take those four major lobby groups and fight those motherfuckers. They're making money day and night, all those motherfuckers. And bribing Congress out of sight, all those motherfuckers. They'd be like, oh, it's immoral and unhealthy. I'm like, how many people are you making wealth? Anti-marijuana lobbies are making all kinds of profits and they don't want you to stop it because of all the special interests. I call that getting swindled and pimp shit. I call that getting tricked by the government. That law's hella old. So it's time to update it, regulate it, and then get it under state control. Peak game, look into my political telescope. Think it's gonna stay like this forever? Not hella won't. Not hella won't. Hey Obama, stop being a hypocrite. You used to smoke weed, I'm gonna smoke some
softer in taste than ex extracted terpenes that have been isolated without utilizing heat. Many steam distilled terpenes are lost in the water uh, used to produce steam, AKA pot water. <clears throat> Hydral, uh, hydrosols. Hydrosols are a byproduct of steam distillation and low heat distillation. They are classified as floral waters, i.e. essential oils. Uh, and contain only small percentages of actual terpenes. Heat is utilized and degrades the terpenes, too. Four, non-cannabis-derived terpenes. Terpenes source directly from plant leaves, fruits, or other organic sources rather than from cannabis. It is impossible to recreate the aroma or flavor of the original plant cultivar utilizing terpenes from non-cannabis plants, but a gross approximation can be achieved. Artificial flavors. Typically, the artificial flavors found in cannabis cartridges are sourced from the e-cigarette industry. There are thousands of flavors, but their safety is in question. Uh, example, uh, diacetyl <coughs> causing popcorn lung. Six, HTFCE, high terpene full spectrum extract. Made from hydrocarbon extraction, there has been a recent trend of producing these products from pressed rosin, also called soft. HTFSC has a high terpene content and is aromatic and flavorful. I was wondering about that because, you know, um, you can buy a terpene or a, a, a cannabis press at Walmart even these days. Um, but you can use a hair straightener and just crimp it. Well, you don't want to crimp it. Although it might come out in cool ways. You know. uh, seven, CO2 extract. Some CO2 extractors collect a few available terpenes from CO2. A few. That didn't sound so good. <laughs> um, but more often than not, the cannabis product utilized to extract is dried. Thus, much of the available monoterpenes are lost in the drying process. This will result in a terpene composition that is mostly comprised of basic primary terpenes and low percentages of available monoterpenes. Therefore, both the final aroma and flavor are not as strong as HTFCEs or if you had utilized a no-heat methodology of terpene extraction, uh, that could be like bubble hash. That's a, a non-heat, it's a water extraction process. Uh, beyond customers and purchasing managers, an important production-related detail to keep in mind is whether the stated THC percentage is measured before or after viscosity adjustment, fine-tuning the oil's density with glycerin, glycol, and hydrosol. If any of these products were added after lab testing, the stated THC percentage is higher than what the product actually contains, making the stated uh, percentage uh, erroneous and potentially opening you to a lawsuit. Most quality cartridges contain either CO2, hydrocarbon, or distilled extracts, or a combination thereof, and most have flavor added. Some add cannabis-derived terpenes to a distillate to approximate the original characteristics of the plant um, from which it came. This is typically accomplished by adding a fresh frozen terpene-rich hydrocarbon extract to a distillate. The resulting extract is a flavorful uh, and has a preferred viscosity. Some utilize steam-distilled cannabis terpenes in hydrosols, a type of floral water, but these often lack monoterpenes, example, uh, geraniol, terpeniol, limonene, uh, myrcene, linolanol, pinene, uh, which are re uh, responsible for the difference between cultivars. 
Some companies claim to re-infuse cannabis terpenes in their products, but said terpenes are often manufactured via low heat steam distillation, utilizing uh, distilled water and ethanol or a, a variation thereof. The oxygen and water exposure results in a product with few of the original terpenes. I know this is not a clean book, but it's important stuff. You should know where your terpenes are. How to decide. <clears throat> All extracts, isolates, and compounds mentioned can be added to a flavorless or close to flavorless distillate or extract to increase aroma and flavor. This endless supply of cannabinoid cocktails has led to a great uh, disparity in overall quality with respect to the desirable traits of the original cultivar. What looks like uh, low quality and what is low quality um, can be difficult to distinguish. That's true. You really don't know. Some customers choose the clear oil <clears throat> over the dark oil, thinking it's pure and superior. This is generally a good rule of thumb to follow, as a dark oil typically indicates excessive amounts of lipids, fats, wax, or pigments in the product, or improper storage of extract material leading to exposure to air, heat, or a mul uh, multitude of other factors. That does not mean all darker colored extracts are inferior. Case in point, if, uh, if one were to add a HTFCE to a water clear distillate, it would inevitably add color. The more HTFCE added, the darker the distillate will become. Pressed rosin will impart undesired darker color when added to a clear distillate, yet the flavor profiles it imparts <coughs> are strong when the rosin uh, is produced at low temperatures, which preserves the available terpenes. Cannabinoid content is another factor that can be misleading. If a distillate is made of 95% cannabinoids, it contains 5% non-cannabinoid content, which can be terpenes, wax, pigments, flavonoids, etc. If a distillate is made up of 99% cannabinoids, it obviously has fewer of these non-cannabinoid compounds. While it might sound appealing to the unwitting uh, consumer, a vape cartridge that contains 99% cannabinoids may not be pleasant to uh, consume because terpenes are what add flavor and aroma. Having, <clears throat> having the most potent cartridge at the expense of, uh, expense of other desirable attributes may eventually work as a disadvantage for the cartridge producer. A baked cartridge should contain a perfect balance of both cannabinoids and terpenes. Within that larger scope, manufacturers can formulate specific cannabinoid and terpene ratios to cater to customers <clears throat> desires or requests. If a group of customers only wants CBD distillate at 80% cannabinoid, 20% terpene ratio with no THC, you will be able to formulate that. If another desires an 80% THC cartridge combined with 20% terpenes, you can do that too. As we develop new products and formulations within the space, we will also have to wrestle with health and safety concerns. I'll be the first to admit that there are a lot of unknown with, uh, with cannabis. For starters, how much is too much? It's a simple question, yet there is certainly no easy answer given the vast number of terpenes in cannabis and how they interact with different uh, metabolisms, different body weights, and a whole host of other factors that determine what thresholds of terpenes are healthy or perhaps determine, uh, detrimental to an individual. There are even more unanswered questions regarding the medical applications of cannabinoids. Uh, what is it about the synergistic effects of cannabinoids, uh, cannabinoids, terpenes, and specific blending of the two that can produce the pharmaceuticals of the future? What combinations of cannabinoids and terpenes treat which types of cancer? What combination can be used as a neuroprotectant? 
Given the worldwide cancer rate and the worldwide need for neuroprotectants for diseases such as Alzheimer's and dementia, I believe there's a great uh, monetization incentive to develop these drugs. There is. There is great incentive to uh, develop the drugs for many. But these are all really good questions, and it's hard for just the the you know the average daily person to walk into a shop. We have so many first-time people and young and old um, that haven't used this, and they're like, well, what, now what? What do we do? Where do we go? Well, how do we know what's good? How do we know what isn't? Like I said, I get a lot of headaches and not good taste from the um, the cartridges that that I've used before. But people have their preferences. I like my bomb. It's a good little bomb. So don't be afraid to ask what's in your vape cartridge, and don't be afraid to ask about the cartridge itself, you know, where it's made, or um, eh, maybe not even so important as what it's made of, if it's metal or ceramic or glass, or if it's just plastic that's going to melt. You don't want any of those. So, All right, MG Magazine. We're going to skip on ahead to that one, and thank you again for always sending me wonderful magazines. Um, here we go. I like to uh, these, these little news briefings. These are great. Okay. Canadian companies are targeting U.S. CBD market. Huh. Surprise, surprise, surprise. Vancouver, Canada, Can-America Brands Corp., MD Strategies, and CBD, and CB Distribution have formed a joint venture to produce and market CBD isolate in the United States. The joint venture allowed the companies to produce 80% of the extraction contracts belonging to Z3 Sciences for $42.25 million. Z3 will continue to produce the isolate at its Colorado facility. Invictus will provide financing. Can America will provide extraction and post-processing expertise, and CB Distribution will Source and procure hemp biomass in addition to providing branding, marketing, and sales of the finished product. According to a statement distributed by the joint venture, the current wholesale cost for CBD isolate is in the range of five to $7,000 per kilogram. Z3's existing extraction contracts range uh, from $20 to $30 per input pound of hemp biomass plus a dollar to $2 per finished gram of CBD isolate. The current, the current facility has the capacity to process up to 50,000 pounds of hemp biomass per month with a yield of approximately 2,500 kilograms of CBD isolate a month. Uh, Can America Brands, Invictus, uh, MD.com, and Z3Sciences.com. That's a whole lot of CBD isolate. Holy cow. 2,500 2, kilograms a month of CBD isolate. Wow, and I hope it's going to be organic, and I hope we're going to get to see. You know, the the, the COAs that people are putting out, they're all the same. Go look, go look on on the website. The GMP is um, it, it's a marketing practice. It's a good marketing practice, or I forget exactly what it stands for. But if people are doing that, that's even better. They have both. But be sure that you know, you know, um, if you're purchasing these things. Um, Talk to the people. Talk to the owners and see what they're like. There's some good people out there, and there are some not good people out there, and you want to talk to talk to the good ones. Um, anti-cannabis book raises a ruckus. Tell your children. I feel like we've read some of this before, but that's all right. Um, former New York Times reporter, yeah, we did. Alex Berenson's Tell Your Children <laughs> uh, asserts today's much more powerful and available pot is leading to psychosis. 
psychosis and violence? Mm, I don't think so. All right. Um, let's see. Florida reverses course on flour. If the legislature doesn't repeal the weed ban, new governor Ron DeSantis will do it himself by declining to appeal a court decisions calling the ban unconstitutional. Yeah, and we read about how the uh, uh, the the CB, uh, CBS nixed the Super Bowl ad. I know, right? That's just pretty stupid. Come on. It's coming. I bet. Let's see. How many more Super Bowls do you think we'll have to have before we get weed ads on? Four? Five? Three, eight, two? Two? We're going two for the bet? Okay. All right. Here's some numbers. 29 European countries have legalized medical cannabis. 20 European countries have decriminalized recreational cannabis use. 60 is the number of conditions qualifying for cannabis treatment in the U.S. I bet they're all from California. 50 countries worldwide regulate medical marijuana. All right. Well, if you have a qualifying condition and you want to get certified, um, you can come down to Tumbleweeds Health Center at 4826 East Broadway Boulevard. We're open Monday through Friday, 10 to 6, and Saturdays, 10 to 3. If you have PTSD, cancer, glaucoma, HIV, AIDS, ALS, Crohn's, agitation of Alzheimer's, a chronic or debilitating disease or medical condition, or the treatment for a chronic or debilitating disease or a medical condition that causes cachexia or wasting syndrome, severe and chronic pain, severe nausea, seizures, including those characteristic of epilepsy, and severe uh, persistent muscle spasms, including those characteristic of multiple sclerosis. If you suffer from one of these medical conditions and have been diagnosed by an Arizona licensed physician, medical cannabis may help relieve your symptoms. Tumbleweeds Health Center is Arizona's premier cannabis certification health and education center. Our primary focus is to help the patients of Arizona obtain their medical marijuana card and educate everyone about medical cannabis. With current medical records, approval is a simple process. Contact Tumbleweeds Health Center to see if you qualify for your Arizona medical marijuana card. That's right. Give us a call, 520-838-4430. You can email thctucson at gmail.com. Come on down to 4826 East Broadway Boulevard, Monday through Friday, 10 to 6, and Saturday, 10 to 3. Did you know that newscaster Tom Brokaw is using medical marijuana for cancer? Well, America's longtime newscaster Tom Brokaw has been in remission for multiple myeloma, a type of cancer that comes with excruciating pain from cancer cells clustering in bone marrow. Brokaw was diagnosed in 2013 and has since become a medical marijuana user and advocate for battling his pain. Brokaw said, I'm now on medical marijuana, the New York Post reported. He said his quality of life is better now. I didn't want my friends coming around and wringing their hands. I didn't want to be the victim. I've been a very lucky guy who's had a great life, and I want it to go on. Good for you, Mr. Brokaw. That's really great. I'm on med- now on medical marijuana. That's really great. Um, and I want to give a shout-out to a friend who passed away this week. Um, you're my angle, and you know what I mean. And this person that I loved in her last year of life got to use um, medical marijuana and said she got her life back. She got off all the opioids. But, you know, you get older, things happen, conditions happen, and sometimes um, the gods want you earlier than we might want to let you go. But um, she was a beautiful woman. So, Anne-Marie, we love you, we miss you, and um, thanks for being courageous enough to try 
and be on medical marijuana. All right, what else is going on in, in the world of news? Um, I'm checking out azmarijuana.com for some news right now. Uh, let's see here. Well, we all knew this. <laughs> CBD sales to soar from $2 billion to $16 billion by 2025. Well, and the, and the great thing, 2025, they're forecasting <laughs> out there already. By 2025, I know, 2025, hoping it'll be legal around the world, around the, at least our country, in a good way that allows everybody to grow, everybody to have their records expunged that got busted for stupid, petty offenses like having a pipe with nothing in it. Come on now. Um, people get caught for crap like that all the time, have to pay fines, go to jail, and it's just a waste. So hopefully by then we'll have it. But for now, I've got some legal CBD. Uh, from skincare lotions to bottled water, cannabis companies are rolling out a growing away, array of consumer products infused with CBD, a non-psychoactive medicinal substance found in cannabis that promotes general health and well-being. The U.S. retail market for CBD is projected to swell from an estimated $2 billion last year to $16 billion by 2025, according to a report by Equity Analysis at Cohen. A key factor in that forecast is the growing variety of CBD products that companies are bringing to market, such as drinks, capsules, gummies, topical lotions, tinctures, uh, and liquid extracts. The number of hemp oil products offered by Amazon has roughly quadrupled in the past six years, and many U.S. marijuana dispensaries are now offering more CBD-infused products. Nutraceuticals foods that include additives with a purported health benefit along with topical lotions and beverages will drive much of the CBD growth, uh, Cowan says. Tinctures are currently the most popular CBD product, making up 43% of the market. According to Cowan Consumer Survey in January, beverages account for about 20%. CBD products are sold online and in specialty shops across the U.S., though cannabis companies must navigate various state and federal limitations. Proponents say CBD can relieve pain, anxiety, along with other, uh, uh, and have other health benefits. Uh, Cowan analyst Vivian Azur estimates that CBD use would grow to 10% of youth uh, adults or about 25 million consumers by 2025. And at that point, you know, come on, we're, you know, it's pretty much game over. (laughs) Like, time's up. We win. We win the weed game. It's it's just time. So, And if you want, you can come down to Tumbleweed Health Center, 4826 East Broadway Boulevard, and check out our new tinctures. Um, they're beautiful. They're awesome. And they're available now in natural, spearmint, cinnamon, and a botanical blend. So come check them out. And you can use them for your pets, too. I do. We have a lot of people that come in and just get the, the um, tinctures and just drop them on their food and give it to them, and they're good to go. It's really, really good for um, anxiety, especially with the air show that just happened. There was a lot of dogs in my neighborhood that were really freaked out by dive bombing planes in the park. Uh, it was loud. I mean, it was really, really, really loud. Thunderbird. Uh, it was the Thunderbirds. So they're making thunder. What they do, they make thunder. Yeah. <laughs> it's fine. Very cool. Um, and I came again for free at the park. So <laughs> I can stay in the shade this time. It's hot. If you go out there, bring an umbrella. Bring it. Don't be afraid to look like an old lady geek. Just bring it. <laughs> um, 
And uh, anyway, it's so good because we've got monsoons here and animals don't like that. They get freaked out. Fourth uh, of July freaks them out. When you your when your pet parents go on vacation, that freaks them out. So you can come down and get some um, t- CBD tinctures. Yeah, anything you do freaks them out. You leave for the day and they're like, "Oh, great, whatever. I'm gonna destroy your house." <laughs> Check this out. We'll read this real quick and then we'll get out of here. Jelly Belly Creator launches new CBD infused jelly beans. Of course. Wow, yummy. Mmm. Yeah, but they all better be like 0.01 milligrams so you can eat like 40. One serving is going to be like 40 jelly beans. You can't just have one jelly bean and then it's five milligrams. Come on. All right. Oh, and that's going to be beautiful. The Jelly Belly Jelly Beans creator, David Klein, just launched a line of CBD-infused jelly beans under the brand name Spectrum Confections. The product line features 38 flavors of jelly beans, Um WTKR3 News reports with each jelly bean containing 10 milliliters of CBD. The jelly bean is perfect for the proper dosage. We are putting 10 milliliters in each. If people want a small dose, they eat one. If they want 20 millers, eat two. They can decide what their proper dosage is. Some of the flavors include strawberry cheesecake, spicy licorice, mango, toasted marshmallow, cinnamon, and sour. The CBD jelly beans sold out quickly. The company's website does not say when they will be back in stock. Wow, that's interesting. All right, well, on that note, get to the website and try and order some CBD jelly beans. Uh, see if they're back in stock. That sounds fun. But if you've got, you know, compromised immunes and things like that, you want to be careful with uh, the sugars and the dyes. So, Mr. Klein. Let's get some all naturals going on here. You got the money to do it, Bubba. Let's do it. <laughs> Thank you for tuning in to Weed Day Wednesday. We hope to have Cannabis Kid back here next week. Silver Sister, thank you for taking over the tech guy. <laughs> and uh, come down to Tumbleweed Cell Center, 4826 East Broadway Boulevard, southeast corner of Broadway and Swan. Come get our new tinctures. Come see all our fun new products. And uh, just get out there and... Uh, be good and educate yourself about cannabis. It's a good thing. Remember, be smart, be safe, and educate. Have an awesome Wednesday, Wednesday, everybody. Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to... Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. No, Lucky Land Casino, with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details.